We've all got the same damn 86,400 seconds per day. A few hours of wasted time here and there seems like nothing, but trust me, it adds up. Missed opportunity, untapped potential, inhibited growth and development. Time doesn't stop for anyone. Time doesn't discriminate. Time doesn't care about your feelings. The time is always right now. Get ready to be inspired. It's time for your daily dose of motivation. Let's go. Yo, yo, this is your host, Michael Russo, a.k.a. M. Rudo. This is episode number 74 of the Motivation Movement podcast titled Understanding the Mind-Body Connection. The mind-body problem has been discussed and debated in the context of philosophy and psychology going back all the way to the 4th century B.C. The famous Greek physician, Hippocrates, recognized the moral and spiritual qualities of healing. He believed that treatment could occur only with consideration of mindset, your mental state, environmental factors, and natural remedies. This concept was the origin of the idea that the mind plays an essential role in creating a healing balance. The primary question being what is the relationship between the mind and body, the mental realm and the physical realm? The mental realm being our thoughts, beliefs, pains, sensations, emotions, and the physical realm being our person, our organs, our atoms, like our actual composition. So are your ideas, emotions, experiences, senses, and desires things that happen in addition to all the physical processes in your brain? Or are they themselves just a few of those physical processes? What exactly is meant by the word mind? It's important to note that the mind is not one and the same with the brain. The brain is part of the physical, like your physical brain. Instead, in our description, the mind comprises of mental states such as beliefs, feelings, attitude, imagery. The brain is the vessel. It's the tool that allows us to experience these different mental states. We can have emotional reactions to situations without even being cognizant of why we're responding. Each mental state has a biological science, a physiology linked with it, a positive or negative effect sensed in the physical body. For example, the mental states of fear and nervousness and anxiety trigger you to generate cortisol, which is the steroid hormone most commonly associated with stress. Have you ever heard of the placebo effect? The placebo effect is well defined as an occurrence in which an individual, a group of people in a study, they experience a benefit after the administration of an inactive lookalike substance or treatment. The substance or the placebo actually has no known medical effect. It's just the case that sometimes the placebo, whether it's a sugar pill or a water pill, it can also be an injection of saline solution. Why do people experience actual health transformation because of the bogus treatment? How? Well, the expectations of the patient, whether it's positive or negative, are a substantial influencing factor. The more a person expects the treatment to be successful, the more likely they are to exhibit a beneficial placebo reaction. This concept is a perfect introduction to the mind-body connection we're going to examine today. Today's quote is from John Hagelin, PhD, who is a renowned quantum physicist, science and public policy expert, educator, author, and leading proponent of peace. Gotta love that. The quote was stated as follows. Happier thoughts lead to essentially a happier biochemistry, a happier, healthier body. Negative thoughts and stress have been shown to seriously degrade the body and the functioning of the brain because it's our thoughts and emotions that are continuously reassembling, reorganizing, and recreating our body. Basically, because emotions reveal themselves in the body as physical sensation, it follows that physical sensations can produce subsequent emotions. Your brain generates substances that can enhance your health. These substances include endorphins, which are natural painkillers, gamma globulin, which strengthens your immunity. Studies show that what substances your brain creates actually depends on your ideas, 
your mood, your emotions, your anticipations, your expectations. If you physically feel like shit but are optimistic about recovery and keep a generally positive outlook, your brain is more likely to produce those chemicals that will enhance your body and boost its ability to heal itself. On the flip side though, fostering negative emotions and feelings can actually restrict your brain from producing those same chemicals necessary to a speedy full recovery, so the opposite effect. Obviously, some illnesses are far beyond our control, but nonetheless, your state of mind can be leveraged as a resource, as a tool to improve your condition. It's kind of weird, but can't you almost just feel the connection between your mind and body? Maybe I'm just a little crazy, but if you pay attention to your bodily sensations, you can usually connect the dots back to an emotional stimuli and vice versa. Let's look at how your body responds to stress, for example. Constant worry over your financial situation, education, career, relationship, etc. can cause tense muscles, pain in the form of head and stomach aches, muscle aches, and beyond. On the other hand, chronic pain or a consistent health issue like having a compromised immune system can definitely affect your emotions. You may feel powerless, hopeless, anxious, and or depressed. These negative feelings can literally affect how well you treat, manage, and deal with an illness. From a nutritional standpoint, what goes into our body severely impacts our mind as well, and our brain. Our diet can improve or be a detriment to our mental health. The SMILES trial was the first intervention study to test dietary improvement as a strategy for depression. This groundbreaking research clearly demonstrated the effects of food on our attitude, more specifically, looking at certain nutrients that are linked to have statistically significant outcomes in your overall well-being, both emotionally and physically. The mind-body connection is also pretty evident when analyzing the relationship between the mind and your stomach, your gut. In research published by the National Institute of Health, NIH, about 95% of serotonin, one of the primary hormones involved in mood and emotion regulation, is produced in the gastrointestinal tract, sometimes called the second brain or your belly brain. This enteric, which is an intestinal-related nervous system, consists of 100 million neurons in the walls of your gut. Moreover, Information travels primarily from the gut to the brain rather than vice versa. Researchers have subsequently discovered that people with healthy, diverse gut microbes are less likely to suffer from mental health issues like anxiety and depression. Finally, reiterating on a point we've reinforced many times on the Motivation Movement podcast, the mind-body connection is clear when looking at the mental and physical effects of yoga, meditation, and mindfulness. Research from the National Center for Biotech Information shows that breathing exercise often executed in yoga activate the re activate the relaxation response via the vagus nerve the relaxation response is the opposite of the more adrenaline induced stress related flight or flight responses the rest and digest response brought on by yoga actually increases your emotional well-being in conclusion, my final thought for the day is that health and wellness is both a mental and physical process. The American Psychological Association's 2011 Stress in America survey found that 27% of Americans said that a lack of willpower was what preventing them from making the lifestyle changes that were necessary or that they even wanted to make. Our mind is powerful, very, very powerful. It can influence us to do the right thing for our body, but can also lead us and tempt us to engage in toxic behavior. Fear, anxiety, depression, and trauma, for example, can detract us from reaching our health and wellness goals. There's a ton of research that still needs to be conducted to truly determine how extensive the mind-body connection is. In the interim, there's absolutely no harm in assuming that taking care of your mental and emotional health is also beneficial for your physical health as well. Calm your mind, calm your body, practice stress management activities, invest in you, in all areas of your health, physical fitness, nutrition, relationships, work-life balance, and beyond. Never forget, the body achieves what the mind believes.
That is all for today's episode, folks. Let me know what y'all think using hashtag the motivation movement on social media. Tag Adam Rudo and do not forget to visit my new website, mrudo.com. I want to hear your raw, uncut, and unfiltered feedback. Please do not hold back. I'm not sensitive. I can take it, and I very much appreciate the constructive criticism. If you come across a great quote you'd like to hear me talk about, share it. Tune in for new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast as well. Again, this is your host, Michael Russo. Thank you for listening in. More motivation, more hustle, more life. Listening to this podcast should only take up about five of the 1,440 minutes that we're all fortunate enough to be given each and every single day. What you do with the remaining 99.6527% of the day is completely up to you. Hold yourself accountable. Take ownership of your situation. Live life unfiltered. Join the motivation movement. Let's Let's go. go.